Welcome back. We are on episode 25 now. Probably a couple after that because we've had a couple we didn't name or number in between. But I apologize for the lateness in the week. It seems we've just been off our schedule since we got back from Ireland. Can't put two and two together, but it's all right. Once I get going on this full time, I'll have... I don't know how some of the people do it. They put out an episode, then they put out extra content, then they put out something on top of that, then Patreon on top of that. You know, I'd love to get to that point, but time is an issue at the moment. So when I become full-time Wizard King, I'll just sit here on the mics all day. I'm, I'd be great. Um, so Raven, her schedule has picked up. Um, so the next voice you're going to hear is not her, uh, but we have our dear Rebecca with us today. And she's been a longtime friend, follower of the podcast, and follower of myself as a tarot reader. I think one of the first shows I did, I was I was with you, weren't I? Yeah, yeah. Um, Little Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus, yeah. Which we need to have them on sometime. Wonderful ladies. Um, I know they're longtime listener of the show, too. So, filling in for Raven today, we have Rebecca. And we're just going to have a little talk about her and her life and, and the things that she does. Oh, so interesting. <laughs> it is. <laughs> So, tell us about yourself. Um, well, I'm a single mom. Okay. I have um, three boys, mm-hmm. and two are adults, so they're not really boys. Sorry, guys, <laughs> if you're listening. Right. Um, they're all three adults, pretty much. I mean, the youngest is still, mm-hmm. you know, in his teens, but he's very mature, very good. So yeah, they're pretty responsible. We're good with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I have my own company. I do resin art at the metaphysical shows. Yeah. And I also do photography. So I have That's created right. a deck with some of my pictures. We'll so talk I'm super about that. excited it's about it. It is. So you've been doing the metaphysical shows for a while now, right? Um, It's been a little bit over a year, about a year. I'd have to go back and check the first date, but it's mm-hmm. been a little while. Yeah. Okay. And I'd say that your name's getting out there. I mean, you're invited to quite a few of them, right? Yes. They, um, they keep you busy. Yeah. I go to several different states for shows now. So it's not just Oklahoma. I'm actually Kansas, Missouri, Texas, Oklahoma. I think that's it for now. As a reader, you, you get a lot of crazy people come and talk to you, sit with you, lots of laughs, lots of stories, lots of details sometimes you didn't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see a lot of that too, uh, um, running your booth? Sometimes I have, you know, those people that come up and they they just start to tell you stuff, and they mm-hmm. you're standing there going, "Okay, yep." <laughs> um, I'm not sure how I can help you with that, but let me direct you over to here. <laughs> it's probably when I send them to you. Right. Um, it's 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 neat because sometimes I do feel like I get messages and I try to share what I can when I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but I recently got my minister's license so I can actually do readings. Nice. And so I'm still learning how to trust myself in that. Like I very much, you know, feel like those messages are genuine. People f- connect with them and I know they're not for me. Like I right. know that they're coming from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So I enjoy being able to give those, but I'm still nervous about it. You know, like don't kill the messenger, please. Right. <laughs> you know, like I, I literally am just telling you what it's, I'm hearing. It's not me. It's not me. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say it. Talk I didn't to the do guy it. behind me. <laughs> yeah. Um, now for those of you outside of Oklahoma, which is where we're at today, there's a 1800s law. Uh, uh, I can't think of the name right now. Of course, if I didn't say it, I'd know it, but there's a fortune teller law that any, tarot reader, palmist, any type of occultist that uh, does any type of soothsaying, prophesying, uh, divination Any tool, sort of ministry anywhere. Yeah, you have to be certified with the state right. to be a minister. So if you ask, you know, she mentioned being a minister. Yes, I am too. But that is something that is required if you're going to do uh, any kind of divination work here in the great state of Oklahoma. So right. now have you ever wanted to do a wedding since now you're qualified I do. To? I think it would be fun to do a oh, wedding. Yeah. Um, obviously they can't see me, but I think that I have a unique look to like, you know, you do, do a Viking mm-hmm. wedding. I think that would be Absolutely. so fun. Um, I know they have like the pagan festival that's coming up next yeah. weekend that I'm at. 24th. They're supposedly doing hand fasting and also actual pagan ceremonies there. I just read that today, so that was pretty interesting to know. That's gonna be exciting. I wanna, I wanna, I'm gonna do my best to make it. I've done a couple weddings myself. I have a couple possibly booked 
uh, coming up, but it, it's it's really neat. The ones that I've done, you know, being up there because growing up the way we did, it's always in a church, always with mm-hmm. a minister, always you know hundreds of people there. Yeah. And and I feel like especially post COVID, not really post, but in the days of COVID, so many people are getting outside, you know, and, and doing right. out in scenery type weddings. And um, so yeah, it's, it's neat to be able to have a part in that huge process of somebody's life being you being able to be the one that unites them and goes through that process. It's just, I agree, it's a beautiful thing. And I, you know, I like to be a part of that. So that's one day I, I definitely look forward to it <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll be good and definitely the, the viking thing you should although really the stage fright <laughs> <laughs> i don't know all those people centered on them but i'm there you're there i don't know if i could do that <laughs> i feel as soon as you said that so you're working on learning the tarot i feel it was like the lover's card it's if those of you listening if you understand the lover's card or look it up real quick google it um, it's the male and female. They're looking, well, the, the male's looking at the female and the female's looking up at the angel or demon or something in the sky, whatever your, you know, different deck shows different things, but she's looking up. And I feel like when you said that, that's the imagery that came to my mind was that the husband and wife or, you know, the two spouses getting married and then the person behind them, who's not necessarily the focus, but they are very much still a part of it. So random tarot thing that comes up, you know, when you, when you do this all the time. So great job on going through all that process. Was it hard for you? Or? No, it was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Honestly, yeah. it really was super easy. I was kind of a little skeptical. <laughs> You're like, I'm That's like it? really, this is all I have to mm-hmm. do. Okay. <laughs> I'm now certified to married people. I, okay. I kinda, kind of wanted to post my license, you know, to show family and friends, it, yeah. but then they, they, there'd be so many more questions that I do. I don't need to answer. There's already so many. Cause when I, came out mm-hmm. as a pagan witch um a lot of my family members <laughs> were like you no because i didn't just come like i don't know if you've seen the video of me coming out it's like Mm-mm, no the video actually comes out it's like december it's on my facebook it was on tiktok i don't know if it's still up it's all over but it basically says that i am a polyamorous pansexual pagan witch either <laughs> take it or leave it like just delete me if you don't care like if you don't want it just go like i'm done i'm done hiding who i am i'm done pretending not to be happy with who i am yeah and so that was like a huge step for me and that was like i think it was right after my stepmom died mm-hmm. um that next month is when i did it um it also talks about my biological mom calling and all that drama so yeah. <laughs> that part's not as good <laughs> and at the end we'll i'll make sure that i have um all of rebecca's socials on there so uh if you are interested and you should be in following her work and following her socials i'll have i'll make sure that's posted that way you can you can see it there um and we'll get into the whole that whole <laughs> <laughs> coming out <laughs> here shortly but uh with let's talk about the events Yes. So you said you do resin art. Explain to those in the which is unknown listening audience to you what is resin art and what you know what are some things that you do with it. Okay, so for me, resin art was an avenue to connect to my stepmom. Mm-hmm. Um, I when she passed away, it was very sudden. She was an artist, beautiful painter. I don't know if you remember the flower that's in my hallway coming up the stairs. Mm-hmm. That was hers. Oh, nice. Um, above it is Taj's, but. It was when she passed, I needed something to connect to her. Mm -hmm. And I had family members that wanted to do something with her ashes. And so I was like, I have this neat idea I want to try. And so I did. I found somebody that, you know, at Nature's Treasures, I overheard someone talking about resin art. And I was like, I want to do that. And I just want to do it for this reason. Like, it was just supposed to be for that. And that was it. It was going to be these two items, and I was done. <laughs> Wasn't going to turn into a career. <laughs> yeah. I don't know quite how it happened. I just remember all of a sudden having all these materials, and my friend came over, and she's like, what are you doing with this? You need to be selling it. And I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> what do you mean selling it? It's just dominoes and little pieces of this and that. And, like, I mean... It wasn't anything that was so much metaphysical at the time. Mm -hmm. There was a few items, but most of it was just 
games and like I did wine trays with mm-hmm. like that hold the bottle of wine and then the cheese tray and the cup holders or yeah. coasters or whatever and a few other small items but that was it so I was like this is this no one's gonna buy this no so one's that... gonna look at my art and think it's <laughs> awesome and want it um so or that connect was the start to it was wine trays and yeah and, and chessboards uh-huh and the elephant that I made, I actually made my first mold because mm-hmm. I couldn't find an elephant mold at the time. And so I took a figurine that I had and I made it into a mold so that I could make the elephant with my stepmom's ashes in it for my sister because that Aww. was pretty important yeah. to her was the elephant. And to me, they're, both of us connect with that as a, on a spiritual level. Mm-hmm. Um, we both consider it very much one of our spirit animals that we have. So. Nice. And that's kind of where all the other spirit animals spiraled from, <laughs> like all 45 of them that I have right now. And, and of course, they can't see, but you do, when you do set up a table, you usually have two or three tables. You have quite a bit going right. on. Uh, I don't know how you do it without an army or helpers. <laughs> I don't know either sometimes, honestly. <laughs> I've, I've come up behind you on shows when you're hauling this stuff in. And dear Rebecca, she's a whole five, two. two. <laughs> <laughs> she's hauling in as much uh resin and wheeling and stuff that's bigger than her <laughs> i mean so she's 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 pretty much a trooper pulling this stuff in i'd be like nah too much work <laughs> i bring my deck of cards i'm like ooh, this is too much <laughs> um, i do see how quickly you all break down and uh-huh. i'm very envious <laughs> when i'm still there an hour later packing up right but I enjoy it. I love being able to know that when I created that piece and then the person comes in and they just connect to it, mm-hmm. um, whether it's a spirit animal, whether it's a rune board, whether it's a chess board, um, whether it's a sign that says, go smudge yourself, right. whatever it may be, when they come in and they see that and they're like, that's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. You know, that that piece is for me yeah. and they, they take it home and I know that it's a part of their life and a part of their walk and a part of their, their path, mm-hmm. you know, and it just, it, it's a blessing to me in that sense because I'm like, okay, I got to be a part of someone else's life. Yeah. I get to share that. And that's, that's why I continue to do the resin art. Honestly, mm-hmm. is just, I love to see those connections, those aha All moments. The happy faces. Yeah. yeah. And something you've started doing recently. So, like you said, you've done chess, games. You've done some runes, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you've done Ouija boards. Yes. Uh, and planchets that go with it. Have you ever tried them yourself? No, I have not. <laughs> and everyone asks me, well, do they work? And I'm like, uh, it's your intention to put in there. And I intended for them to work when I made uh-huh. them. So I would hope they work. Um, I've never had someone come back and say they don't. Nice. Um, I very much had a lot of positive feedback. A lot of people will come back and say how much they enjoyed their first piece they got from me. Um, they're looking for their new spirit animal that they've connected to. Um, they, they saw something previously and they had to come back and get it this time or, Hey, I want to customize a piece for so-and-so. Mm-hmm. Um, I love doing the custom pieces. My alicorns started because of a gentleman who was like, Hey, I want an alicorn. And if you don't know what an alicorn is, please explain. It is yes. <laughs> a unicorn with Pegasus wings. So, oh. um, but a gentleman asked me for one and mm-hmm. then he was like, of course, I quickly put one together at the fair because I just happened to have unicorns and right. feathers. So why not just do it right then and there? Perfect. But he wanted a very specific one, and I absolutely love the piece I was able to create for him. I haven't posted it yet, but I need to. Um, it was a rainbow with white, and it just it came out so beautiful. I was nice. like so honored that he allowed me to do that. You know, mm-hmm. that I got to create that for him. Um, and the first one I actually, very first one I made sold that day instantly. Nice. I walked over to show someone and they said, nope, that's mine. And pretty much <laughs> took it for, I was like, okay. Second one I made, I kept. His name is Terion. He is on my altar. <laughs> um, and then I still have the third one. And then I've created a few more after that. Nice. So. So you do custom work. Yes. So if somebody says, I like this, I like what you do, but I don't see exactly what I want, they can... Email, write, call, and say, can you do this? And right. you can pretty much do anything for them? Pretty much. Um, I, it's how I got most of the animals that I have because mm-hmm. somebody would be like, oh, but I really would like a frog. Or I really want um, a sloth mm-hmm. um, or a hippo. I mean, you 
you get surprised when people ask you for some different animals, but then you find the right mold or you create the right mold and it just fits. Mm -hmm. And so it's, again, that connection that's just amazing. And so if somebody came to me and I was like, oh, I don't have that. Let me see what I can do. Give me some time. I tell people all the time at the shows, they're like, oh, I want this. And I'm like, okay, here's my card. Text me, email me, message me online. Mm -hmm. Tell me what animal you're looking for because by the time I leave here, I probably will forget. Oh, yeah. And then as soon as I get it or as soon as I can get situated to get it, I will let you know. I'll send you an update, but I need you to remind me. It's happened a few times that people actually have reminded me. (laughs) And then there's been a few times where I haven't ever heard anything and I'm like, I don't remember what animal that was. (laughs) I know there was one. It's hard to keep track of all that. Now, speaking of custom things, something that's really, I feel like for you, has blown up the last couple shows that I've seen is that, like you said, your spirit animals. Mm -hmm. But not only do you have different animals, and you said you have 45 now? Yes, I believe it's 45. (laughs) How do you keep track of those? I don't know, because that would be hard for me. (laughs) They all look very different, thankfully. (laughs) Right. But not only that, you can customize them by the stones, right? By the Yeah, um, each of the spirit animals, either the ones that I pre-create, um, come with a stone, and then it comes with a card. So it talks about the property of the animal, the stone, mm-hmm. and the colors I chose. But I also have where you can create your own. So you come in, you say, I want a dolphin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, okay, these are the dolphins I have. You get to pick out the dolphin. Then I have like three containers full of different stones you get to choose from. And then I have different bases. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I get to send it home with you and you get a little project to do at home. We tried doing it at the shows. The problem was the glue wasn't hardening quick enough. And mm-hmm. so I just... I want to be able to make sure you get it put together the way you want it and it stays. So I send it home for you to do that part. Okay. And that's, you feel like that's really growing that much customization? Yeah, it actually did quite well the first few shows. I mean, all of the shows that I've been doing, it's done Mm -hmm. quite well. That actually seems to be the biggest people getting to create their own. But then there's a lot of times um, I don't have the space to bring create your own. So on those shows, I just bring the pre-made ones and mm-hmm. then people will go through and they'll look at them and read the card and see if it connects to them. I haven't shown it. It's in my room with my books and cards and everything that's sacred outside of the altar. But Rebecca gave me several months ago now. Uh-huh. Um, beautiful. It's on a it's on a wood stand. Yep. And it's an obsidian black bear. And she came up to me. She's like, I just felt like I needed to give this to you. And it was beautiful, super sweet. It was, you know, I appreciate it. And it's quality work. So Thank you. Yeah. It's funny. I actually was told like two shows before that to give it to you. <laughs> and I kept saying, okay, I'll get it to him. I'll get it to him. And then I'd forget. And one of us would have left. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, all right, so that show was like, okay, now, like right now, let me go do this before I get in trouble again. Because <laughs> I feel like I get yelled at sometimes. We said, da, 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 you're not listening. And I'm like, I know, I'm sorry. You have to tell me 50 times. Don't you know this already? Right. Just three. three Small times. reminders. Yeah. Yeah, it's usually like, all right, show's over, five minutes, clean up the table, see you guys. <laughs> Hugs, waves on the way out. <laughs> While all the. All the rocks and minerals and, and uh, resin people are still... <laughs> Every, all the vendors are still uh-huh. there packing up while all the readers just out the door in five minutes. Mm-hmm. It's a tough life. So that's how you started your resin journey, which that's news to me. That's really neat. Um, I like the elephant and the ashes, that kind of stuff. I still do custom pieces with the ashes. I've actually done a couple. Oh, wow. Um, I did recently, I did a couple of elephants for a family and it had both the grandparents' ashes and Mm. then they had flowers on top. I have a lady that I have a custom piece. I just got the molds in. We're just waiting to connect because she lives in a different state. Mm -hmm. Um, But her baby's ashes, I'm going to put those in some pieces for her. That feels like that's something really important and needed, you know, for that that healing after the fact. I definitely think if I were ever to say, okay, I need to slow down on the resin. I don't really want to do it. That will always be something I do. Something you fall back on. Yeah, Yeah, because it's something that that's where my heart is. That was the reason for starting it. Good. That's really neat. So funny stories. What's when you go to these events or shows, um, what's one of the what's one of your favorite places that you've been to or go back to? And then maybe 
one of the funny stories that you had interaction with a customer or okay. another vendor? Um, there's so many. Right. Um, as far as places and the venues, I they're all different in their own way. And I love each of them. Like mm-hmm. when I go to local shows, I love seeing the same faces and knowing the people because I've seen them at several different shows yeah. around here. And then when I go to the shows that are out of the area, um, it's been interesting because I actually know people in the States where I'm going. So mm-hmm. I still get to see them. And I've ran into like longtime friends that I hadn't seen since the kids were, my kids were little. Nice. Um, and then also just getting to meet the new people. All of the vendors are absolutely amazing. I have so many connections with different vendors now. Um so it's just, it's really, I can't choose one over mm-hmm. any of them. Like they all have their own, you know, benefits and happy moments when I go to them. Sure. So. And you do something I haven't done yet is you do travel, like you said, outside mm-hmm. of state lines. You go to Arkansas. You've been to Kansas several times. Oh yeah, I forgot about Arkansas. You're right. Mm-hmm. I have been. <laughs> uh, yeah. You, I know you've been there a couple of times. Yep. And, uh, the Kansas City Metaphysical Fair. Yes. You said it was a big one. Dodge um, City. Um, Frisco, Texas. I think... Those are the main ones that I've done. There's been some smaller stuff here and there, but those mm-hmm. are the big, bigger ones. Yeah. And of but course, I, Cindy's here. Right. I love that. Uh, that's going to say you, some of your material, like you do you, the wonderful resins, the games, all that stuff, you know, that appeals to everybody. But you have a few like the Ouija boards and the mm-hmm. go smudge yourself and uh, the cough ones and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those, which, which I think is hilarious that you make it into some of these light worker, I'd call them light worker shows or events that, you know, and they're like, Oh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. And I'm very much about making sure I don't want to put something out that will offend anybody. Mm-hmm. But in regards to the, the f- off sign, <laughs> I can't tell you how many people come up and they're like, I need that at work. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, go ahead, take it. And they can't, you know, they <laughs> right. they need it. They want it, but they can't. And I get that it, you know, it is a little bit more crass and that's why I came up and I actually created the mold for the ghost smudge yourself so that it would be more unique. A little calmer version of the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Smart. I had to explain what it meant to someone at the last show. It was fun because <laughs> I was like, well, it's a polite way of saying fuck off. <laughs> right. <laughs> in, a, in a calmer, more metaphysical way. Right. Or it could legitimately mean your energy is bad. Go smudge yourself. Right. You need to do something needs to be clean. It's you yes. Go away. <laughs> so let's go back to the big statement you made earlier um and you know of course you know if you go to all that but you mentioned that you're a pagan witch yes so Raven and i have we identify as that as well for the listeners what does that mean to you yourself and how tell us a little bit about your practice as much as you're comfortable with of course okay um for me it was it was a and i hate to use the word label but it was a label that i put so that other people could understand my spiritual walk mm-hmm. um if i just say i'm spiritual people are like what does that mean mm-hmm. so but when i tell you i'm a pagan witch you're like oh you you do spells like <laughs> you sacrifice like, people on the like, weekends right <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean you, you look like you could you know kick some ass and you're gonna you're gonna like kill me at the stake i don't know and i'm like nope i'm the witch the one that got burned mm-hmm. um, right. but no it it was more of just a way to explain to other people. Mm-hmm. For me, my walk consists of candle magic or magic and just finding that peace within myself. It wasn't about what I could do to others ever. Like I don't, I'm not out there casting spells to make people like me or not like me or <laughs> keep away from me. That's not it. Um, I do, you know, definitely do um, reversal if somebody is doing something towards me, but mm-hmm that's on them. I'm literally just sending them back their own energy. I'm not doing anything negative. Um, I'm very much, I guess what they would say is a light worker in the sense that I'm not doing the negative. I'm not doing stuff to harm others or Mm -hmm. to get back at someone, which I mean, that's on them. That's their karma. Mm -hmm. And that's how I feel about it. You know, I've, I know people that do that and I'll be it. But I'm also very much about protecting my family. And so I do a lot of protection spells with my family. Um, Permission. They don't jump in and join in, but they've given me permission, you know, to take care of it. They're asking questions and learning, but Mm -hmm. they grew up in a church just like I did. And I regret forcing that on them Mm. like it was on me. Right. But I'm trying to teach them that, you know, 
find your own path. If it's not the same as mine, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But find what fits for you. Find what feels right for you. Don't feel like you have to follow the norm or come up with the same label that I have. Sure. So. Well, and that's great, you know, from a parenting perspective, just like Raven, I talk about most weeks is that, so you are open with your kids about it mm -hmm. and they understand who you are and, and your stance on everything. Oh yeah. Um, and that's great that you can talk to them about it. Are they curious? Do some of them kind of follow that path with you or they just appreciate um, what you do? And if you ask my children their religion, they're still going to say they're Christian, I think. Mm -hmm. um, I know that they openly state that at different times, mm -hmm. but they do see the balance in the stones and the crystals and they see that when I'm doing certain herb or candle magic, they've asked me to include them in it in the sense they'll write something down for me to burn uh, yeah. or they'll come in and can they sit with me when I light my candles that my youngest has done that a couple times. Mm -hmm. Um, the older boys, not so much. Um, my oldest is so book smart. He probably already knows everything, <laughs> like everything, everything. Um, it's, like I can ask him things and it's like, okay, why did I ask you now? I just learned everything I needed to learn for the rest of my life because you told me everything. And I love it. I love that aspect about him. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it can be overwhelming because he is so knowledgeable for my brain to take it all in at once. It's a lot. <laughs> I'm like, slow down. I need sleep. <laughs> but my other son has asked a few things to my middle son. They have come and mention things to me and question things but I still you know I see them still talking about church and talking about prayer and and that's fine if that's mm -hmm. what they want to do I just don't want them to close themselves off to following it so strictly that they forget that there's a whole universe out here to help them yeah you know and I think that's where the line people don't realize that when you jump into this Christian church mindset you get so drawn into, I have to follow the letter of the law, the Bible. Well, mm -hmm. which Bible are you following? Because there's so many different versions. <laughs> Few options. You right. know, I mean, like, and they all say something different. So, mm -hmm. you know, let me know so I can make sure that I follow understanding of what, not follow you, but understanding of what you're following. Right. Um, but, I mean, they're, they do ask questions and they will go with me to Nature's Treasures. They've come to the shows and helped me a few times. Yeah. So I definitely think that they're open and supportive, but they have their own paths and I want them to follow it. I want them to figure it out on their own. I wish I had had that freedom when I was younger to sure. see it and figure it out. I don't know if my dad listens, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you a little secret about my dad. <laughs> um, he is very much an energy feeling. Like mm -hmm. we'll go out and go crystal digging together, mm -hmm. which is awesome. But he can tell you where they're at. No way. He can sense them. So I'm like, how do you not believe what I'm doing? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I watched you just find this whole little crystal area. I'm nice. like, okay, uh, you know, you do you, Dad. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> this innate ability, he can just. Dad, if you're listening, I'm sorry if I just outed you. <laughs> <laughs> so at the next witch's ball, he's going to show up. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> no, that's neat. So. Can you be open with your family about a lot of the stuff outside of the kids? Um, some of my family. Mm -hmm. Some of my family, and I won't out them. My dad sure. wasn't really outed there, but, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I have family members that are, I think, lack of a better word, closeted mm -hmm. with their beliefs. Um, because they, you know, the same reason I was for so long. They didn't want people to judge them. They didn't want people to look at them differently. Or yeah. they just didn't want the questions, whatever it may be. Um, I have a few family members. Um, most of them are not actual biological family members, but mm -hmm. we grew up, they were family um, that are open and I get to talk to them. Yeah. Um, actually, when I came out, it was to a family that I considered growing up. She was my sister. Her kids were my nieces and nephews. And when I finally came out before my stepmom had passed, it was to them. And I kept telling them, I, I want to tell her. I feel like she'd be open to hearing my reasoning for yeah, going this path. Yeah, story, yeah. And um, unfortunately, I waited till it was too late, and she passed before I got a chance. But mm. I've gotten messages from her through people, mm -hmm. and I definitely think she knew. And I definitely think that she supports me. Oh, that's um, good. Because when I'm doing my art, I can feel her with me. Like, if I get stuck on, what colors would look right here? What am I design here? 
it's like I hear her mm-hmm. telling me this and this. And like, it's almost like she's pointing it out to me. And That's neat. So I definitely feel like she's a part of it. Good. So. It's good to have that support. And even if you don't, you know, you've made a family of your own around you that definitely rallies behind you. You know, I find it interesting. Like you said, you, you grew up similar to the way we did in a church and that, you know, in that kind of faction that they were, I find it interesting that they are never okay with the people that we've become. Like we right. are now the bad guys to them. We're the ones that got burnt, but it's never, wait, should you be burning people? <laughs> right. It's like, why aren't we questioning the other way around here? Whereas the people like yourself that are spiritual in a way that is pagan, that is outside of the church. And by pagan, like I said, we've talked about before, it's not, we're not sacrificing anybody. We're not, you know. So I have to let that person in my closet out then. I didn't hear a thing. Okay. <laughs> Just <laughs> kidding. Which, which, you said my you closets know. aren't big enough to keep somebody in there. <laughs> She said, I don't do black magic, no hexes, jinxes, curses, but I will capture somebody for you. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> just kidding. So, like, nobody's in my closet. You can come check, I promise. For resin or kidnapping, call Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> not for kidnapping. I will not do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to the place where you are now, where you're okay with your kids, you're not forcing them to become witches you're not forcing them to do crystals or tarot or right you know you allow them to seek knowledge that they want and that's what i feel like is the difference where we are now is that we're open to the fact okay learn if you can educate yourself out of a system probably wasn't a good system being in the first place that is so true (laughs) (laughs) like on so many levels the whole ban burn book thing right now is just driving people crazy like it if yeah but we won't touch the politics on that <laughs> one um but that's good that you you're raising them in a way where they can understand what they want to seek what they want to um you're not shoving your opinions down their throat and you're not forcing them to do anything they don't want to so right as far as anything else about to you being a pagan witch you know in your practice you said you do herbs yep. um Anything else you want to talk about that? Um, well, with the herbs, I just go with my feelings. Like a lot of people are like, well, do you follow a certain recipe? I guess is the word. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I look at the herb and figure out what its properties are. And then I, I literally have labeled each of my jars so that it's a quick mm-hmm. look at and see, okay, I need to do for self-love. I need to do for health. I need to do, you know, and I go through and I just put together what feels right in the moment. And then that's what I burn for whatever the reason is. Um, and with the candles, I go off the color of the candles. Mm-hmm. I very much burn candles almost every night. Sometimes like it's too bright in my room. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I need this one and this one. And there's 10 candles going at once. Cause I felt like I needed all those colors. Um, Who needs electricity when you have 10 candles? Exactly. Going. But you know, it's, it's neat because the energy that I get when I'm doing them, a lot of times I do them in the evening, in bed, I'm going to sleep. So I will sit there and watch them burn as I fall asleep, mm-hmm. which I know is not probably the safest because I do fall asleep sometimes <laughs> before they not. burn out. Yeah. But I will wake up in the middle of the night and see them go out. There's many a times I've gotten woken up and it's like, oh, the candle's still going. And then all of a sudden it just flickers out. It's almost like it woke me up to watch that last little to bit. poof go away. Yeah. I did my first cord cutting recently, so that was interesting. Nice. Um, I'll have to show you the video sometime. I don't know that I'm going to post it or anything, but it was just really intense at the very, very end. Like, I mean, it was really weird, but it was neat. For those of you that don't know what a cord cutting is, I'm sure we'll dive into it deeper at a later time. But cord cutting, at least for me, and you can say if it's a little different for you, that allows a disconnect between you and a certain other individual entity, you know, person, thought process, ideology, whatever it is, you are severing those two things. You are pulling out and letting go of those connections. Those, because everybody we come into contact right. with, we, we, we form a connection, you Correct. Know, whether it's deep, you know, heartfelt long time, or if it's just, Hey, we're friends and we see each other's show, or if it's, Hey, we're super tight, you know, let's hang out and, you know, right. do that kind of stuff. But 
all of those connections, some are good, some are bad, you have to figure those out. And a cord cutting is one of those rituals where you can tell the universe and tell yourself, it's okay to let that go. It's okay to not be connected to this person and this idea anymore for me. Um, and that's, it really is kind of a, a healing process after a bad breakup or after an exit out of, you know, a thought process or church or anything like that. Right. It really is a cleansing process. And, and the backside of that is, is you have to fill those gaps with something else. Yeah. But a lot of people forget the backside of that. You know, if you pull all those cores, those tethers out of yourself, that leaves a hole. Now what? You know, just like philosophy here, you know, you stop drinking coffee, that urge to drink that coffee is still there. You just need to either temper it or substitute it for something else, a little less harmful. So to me, that's, you know, the second half of the cord cutting ritual that those vices or those thoughts and those feelings have to be replaced with something that's positive, something that's better. Yes, definitely. So that covered that pretty much for you? Yeah, it did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Didn't need to add much at all, just some, you know... (laughs) <laughs> acceptance and understanding. <laughs> so that worked out well for you. It did. Good. It did. It helped a lot. Um, I had I had mentally done them before, but I had never physically actually burned candles in a cord mm-hmm. and all that. Whereas I had sat there and meditated and pulled the cords visually and done all of that, mm-hmm. which was helpful too. But for me, that because I love candle magic so much, that's the fire sign in me coming mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Um, I love fire. It just is beautiful. And so, and I work well with it. Um, when I do my candle magic, I can make my flames jump. I can, you know, talk to them and see the smoke come and do certain things. I just, nice. I've connected to it. And so, um, because of that, it was much more impactful for me. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't like a huge release when I did it, but I think that was because I had already let go way mm-hmm. before. I just hadn't done the actual physical act of it. Sure. Um, but there was definitely a release there, but it was like, it was a different release than when I've sat there and literally mentally pulled out a cord from different parts of that has been connected to me that I can visually see yeah. pulling me in a direction I didn't need to go. Nice. Yeah. I like the physical thing. Like I said, I, I'm big fire person as well. I end up staring at the <laughs> fire pit outside, you know, the candles, uh, and just, it's almost intoxicating. Yeah. Being able to stare into it and be... Don't give me a stick. I will play with it all night long. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to poke the fire all night long, I right. promise. <laughs> Just keep it going. Keep it going. So, from the fire, candle, and herb magic, uh, something a little less witchy, you also do photography, right? Yes. I've been taking photos, actually, since I was 14. Mm-hmm. Um, probably before then, but 14 was my first real, like love of photography my uncle was a photographer and I remember going into the dark room with him and helping do all that but like I went to a Germany for a month with a different uncle Mm -hmm. and my aunt and while I was there I took some photos and I took a photo that back in the film age when you couldn't see it before it came out um I took this photo and I remember when it came out I just sat there and looked at it for hours going how did I get that I don't remember seeing that Mm -hmm. Um, and that happens even now I'll take a photo and it's like, almost like it happens so quickly. I don't even remember what I'm taking it of. And it's the most impactful photos that I find when I go back through my photos. It just, it is definitely not me taking them. (laughs) I know it's physically me, but like, there's definitely some part of me that just sees a different thing that my eye at the moment doesn't see, but it's there. Um, and it was literally over a lake and there were sailboats and they were docked, but like the way this, the light hit the water and it just blues and blacks is that's all you see. Hmm. And it wasn't when you could edit photos, you know, this is like legitly (laughs) what it looked like. You snap the frame, that's it. Yeah. And, um, and then I just kind of fell in love with it over the years. I would do, um, just little photos, um, nature stuff here and there Mm -hmm. And then eventually, you know, I had kid, my kids, you know, so I would take their school photos because the prices at school were ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm like, this is stupid. So then I started offering it to other parents because I was like, if I can't afford this, 
how many other There's parents other can't, right. you know? So I try to make my prices very reasonable. Um, if somebody has a situation and they need me to work with them, I try to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll take payments if it's a family that needs, you know, they haven't had photos in a long time. I want to be able to help with that. Like, yeah. I, it, it's literally about the love of the craft. It's not about how much money I can make. Because yeah. I know I could make more money with the, some of the photos I take. Right. But it's, I just want to share it. I just love taking photos. And so when I was in Germany, I took some. But then um, 2020, right before COVID hit, literally, mm-hmm. I was given the opportunity to go to Ireland. And so I went to Ireland and I, I took... Love that place. Oh my gosh. I took like 5,000 photos. <laughs> and that doesn't even include all the photos I would have taken had I had a charger at the first two stops that I went on. Mm-hmm. I didn't when I went to Liverpool and I didn't when I went to Isle of Man. So I was very careful with how many photos I took because I was scared. What if I don't have enough battery for this whole trip? And, mm-hmm. you know, so I didn't take as many in the beginning. But after I got the charger that the adapter for over there, it was fine. Like I mm-hmm. was camera happy you know everywhere <laughs> um just I think like I, a tourist <laughs> yes but i wasn't doing all the touristy things mm-hmm. i was walking around neighborhoods taking photos i was some of the stuff i did go to like um why is it always the castle Blarney Castle. Mm-hmm. I did go there. I did climb to the top. I did not kiss the stone. No, no, because a couple reasons. One, COVID was hitting. Oh yeah, that's and the worst two, time for that. I'm sorry, but I went by myself, and I don't trust perfect strangers to hold me upside down that high. I could slip through those bars. I mean, mm. I'm not that skinny, but in my head, I was. <laughs> You're going in. I was going in. And no, not doing it. Um, I did get to go on the Game of Thrones tour, which was amazing. Ooh. Um, and I got to meet like the dire wolf and a few of the characters. I oh, actually wow. had my hair braided at the time. Mm-hmm. And a f- couple of the people said that I looked like Khaleesi and I'm like, no, I don't look like Khaleesi, <laughs> but I will totally take the compliment. Right. She's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But it was just, my hair was that white braid. It wasn't like a color so much. It was more of a white. So it kind of gave that appearance, hmm. which is why I did it. I'm not going to lie because it's, <laughs> she's super cute. So that was intended. Um, un- it wasn't, it wasn't like I wanted, I don't think I looked like her, but I wanted to have that similar, I knew I was going yeah. on the Game of Thrones tour. So yeah. Um, we've been taught twice and we hadn't done the Blarney Castle. We haven't done the Game of Thrones. I told her next time we're going, we have to. I did those. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, next time y'all go, I should just go with you and get to be your tour guide for those. There you go. You've done it. <laughs> I've done those. Um, yeah, that's one of those like Game of Thrones, like really want to do that. That'd be fun. Yeah, and now with the new series, mm-hmm. I wonder if they'll are have stuff for that? that too. I am. I'm. I've only seen three episodes though. I don't know how many are out right now. I think it's four. I think it's four. Yeah, I haven't watched the last one yet either. Yeah. I'm talking to a buddy of mine, we're all like a week behind for some reason. Just like I just, just like the podcast, people run out of time. And <laughs> I just caught up the other day. I took a break. I said I'm done working. <laughs> I'm gonna sit here and watch some TV. Can you watch TV while you're doing the resin? I can. I get distracted too easily, though. I actually do a lot of audiobooks Hmm. um, because I can listen to it and, you know, my imaging, but I'm still very focused on my art. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do a lot of audiobooks. I'm probably read so many series, listens, read, I don't know. I work 18 hours sometimes, so Mm -hmm. I can literally go through a series (laughs) in one setting. Through some books, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so with your photography, it's not just all cell phone. Do you no, use... I have a camera. I have a Nikon. Mm-hmm. I actually have two. I want to say my older one is a 3100. My newer one, I want to say is a 56. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be wrong on which one it is just cause I don't, I haven't taken photos in a while. Honestly, I've been mm-hmm. so busy with the resin and yeah. getting the deck that I made while I was in Ireland. I mm-hmm. took all those photos, came home and found that I was, that's when my walk actually started was, I think it started on the trip when they started talking about fairies mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. And I was oh, like, yeah. this is always called to me. This has always been right for me. Um, and maybe before then even, because the House of Night series was my first series that I really started diving into that. And that's actually a mother-daughter team out of Tulsa hmm. um, that write that series. And that's when I found my main deity, which is Nyx, okay. um, the goddess of night. 
Nice. Who happens to be a Greek goddess, I believe, if I remember correctly, which is why I was so excited about the upcoming Going, trip. Yeah. Yeah, which still happened, just not as quickly as I want. So, <laughs> so with your photography, so you do, uh, you can do photo shoots further. So if somebody yes. needs a local pagan witchy oh, photographer. Please, yes. I want to do a witch photography session mm-hmm. it's so bad. that time of year. I actually had two this last weekend that talked to me. One about a witch one and one about doing um, a Hogwarts one for the kids. Ooh. So I'm hoping that they, you know, I have their contacts. I'm definitely going to reach out, but I'm hoping they reach out too and say, yeah. when can we schedule it? Because um, I, I kind of told them I might be gone for a little while. Now I wish I hadn't because <laughs> I'm like, let's do it now. Mm-hmm. So I may have to just reach out to them and say, hey, turns out I'm not leaving till later in the year. Let's go ahead and book that shoot. Yeah, that's great. So, um, so with you talked about your trip to Ireland with the photography. So that turned into you mentioned it for a second. That turned into an oracle deck for you. Yes, um, I didn't know that it was going to. I came back, mm-hmm. had all these photos, edited all these photos, made you know pictures to put up online to share with people. Um, also, you know, obviously available for sale. And mm-hmm. then I had a friend of mine mention to me that I should make them into a deck. And I was like, well, I don't know how I'd make it into a tarot deck. Like, how in there? Like, I didn't plan two swords here or two this there. <laughs> you know, I was like, I don't know how to do that. And so um, they were like, well, what about Oracle? And so I started researching and seeing mm-hmm. how many photography Oracle decks there were. And I couldn't find any. Really? And I was like, how is this not a thing? Real life photo shoots. Like, not turned into Oracle. Yeah, right? like how have we not hit this market? Why is I'm okay? I'm jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and hit the market, and um and more because it was just like I have all these amazing photos that I want everyone to see, mm-hmm. and I connect with them. Every one of these, there's 53 photos, and every single one of them has a story behind it. Yeah. Um and so I sat down and I had gone through them with a friend of mine and we had come up with some messages together that she had previously written down. And then um, the whole project got put aside mm-hmm. and I just sat on it for a long time. And I was like, what am I going to do with this? And then I felt like spirit was telling me, pick it back up, remove all those messages. We have new ones for you. Wiped them all started again. And I did. I literally wiped all the messages off them and I said, okay, what do you got for me? And 53 messages came through over nice. a period of a couple weeks. Um, and then I had um, an amazing surprise from my youngest son, who financially backed me into being Aww. able to order the cards so that I could share them with everyone. Mm-hmm. And so I went ahead and did that. And they came in. And my other son helped me create the bag mm-hmm. that um, part of several of the decks actually have a portion of them have that the bag. Um, but then there's another portion that got a box because mm-hmm. they were a little different size. And the printer I used was amazing. We had some complications here and there, but they were always on top of it, always communicating with me, helping me through the process. So I will definitely be using them again for my future decks because I do have three oh. that I've already planned. <laughs> I just have to work on getting them together. Um, two, I already have most of the photos for. And then one deck, I still need to obviously take the trip and go take the photos. Yeah. And many more to come after that, I hope, for sure. So the process of creating your own Oracle deck, was it pretty smooth? A couple of hiccups or? There were some hiccups here and there. Just, mm-hmm. you know, when you go to print, you have to make sure that you have it a certain way so that they can format it and all that. But I mean, it's always going to be that process no matter where you go to print. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you print it yourself, you want to make sure they're formatted the same. So it's right. it's just learning that equipment. And because I'd already had photography experience and editing experience, it wasn't quite as hard as if it was somebody who's never done that. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody that's drawing their own deck and then moving it to like an online thing so they can do that might have a little bit more difficult time if they haven't done it. Mm-hmm. But just reach out to me. I'll help you out. It's not that hard. I'm all about helping everybody. You know, like, let's help each other. It's not about what I can get back. What can I give you? What can I help you with? It takes it takes a lot of people to yep. make it through life. And it seems like uh, you're finding some of those people. Um, I do like that you mentioned that this was your first. Yes. And there will be more to come. Yes. Um, you mentioned, uh, I don't know if you... I didn't say the place. On, on the air no. where you're going next, but... <laughs> She has another big trip plan, which you can say or not say, but 
that you're excited about and yeah. you've told me that you tend to you you intend to turn that into another oracle yes. deck um it kind of has been postponed a little but the plan is to go to greece next mm-hmm. um and then take photos there of course and work on messages and just also to experience greece i mean like, oh yeah what? If I forget After. my camera, I'm going to be really mad. But at the same time, I'm going to Greece. You can't be too mad. You're in Greece. Yeah. Right. And I always have my cell phone. Right. Um, uh, but I also, in the future, plan to build a tiny home. I keep saying out of a school bus because that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. But I want to actually take it on the road and travel and do a whole deck about the states as well so there are and other countries as well too i want to be able to travel to several countries and experience the country but also bring back a part of that country to those that can't go right um and that's the biggest thing if you sat down with me and you asked me about my trip i'm gonna pull up my photos Mm -hmm. and so when you sit down with me and i do a reading for you and you ask me well where were you when you took this picture Outside of the sky ones, I can tell you, I did have somebody ask me about one of the ones I took from the plane and I honestly could not remember (laughs) whether I was landing or whether I was um, taking off, but I can tell you where it's from Mm -hmm. um, because I have them all in folders so I would remember. Yeah. Well, good. So, and like you said, you have started doing readings with them and they are, tell them the name of your deck. Oracle of the Isles. And it is for sale. Yes. Okay. And, uh, of course, when I put up the socials, you guys will be able to link to that and find it. Uh, very pretty deck. Uh, and you got to do some readings this last weekend? Yes. At one I, of the shows? I did, one, I did a few readings. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I've done most of my readings on TikTok mm-hmm. um, and in person. I um, the, the, You asked me earlier about an experience with one of the customers, and I meant to tell you this story because it's actually pretty neat. <laughs> I was at Cindy's show mm-hmm. in um, Midwest City. And a girl came in and she was purchasing a whole bunch of stuff and like several different items that she felt like she connected to. And I was super excited about it. You know, she was very upbeat, very sweet. Um, And then she turned around and she had paid for them and she was getting ready to leave. And she turned around and really loudly goes, you're the reason I'm here. And I was like, uh, what did I do? (laughs) Like, I'm like, um like I haven't seen this person before so I'm trying to figure out Mm -hmm. how would she know why why am I the reason and she turned and she told me that she had seen my deck online and was called to it and so she ordered the deck that day she absolutely made my day like it made me feel so good and then um she's done actually a couple readings on TikTok with it I think one for sure but I thought I saw something the other day, but I'm not sure because I, I don't get on there as much as I would like to to see everybody's TikToks. <laughs> yeah, you get There's sucked a lot. in and you're gone, yeah. Yeah, I'll get on there and then I'm there for hours, so we try not to do that. Right. Um, now, how does it feel knowing that something you've created is out there for people to read, for people to do readings themselves? It's amazing. Right? I mean, I've been writing poetry and stories for years and I have one poem published, but like I've never... Nothing else has come of it. Like, mm-hmm. it's there. It's still all on my laptop. Like <laughs> So to have something out there and to have people connect with it, I today had somebody ask me to pull a card and they immediately connected with the card and was like, well, but what if and, you know, like they, you always want to know the full clarification. Mm-hmm. You always want to know, okay, is this really what I think it means or is it something else? Yeah. You know, and that's with any reading you get. And so to have somebody connect to it and say, okay, that makes sense. That resonates with me. Oh, yeah. And I, I see so many people that have purchased the deck, pick it up, and they shuffle it, and they go through it, and they're like, wow, it's really smooth. It just feels right. And then they pull cards, and they're like, that that makes sense. How did that happen? And I'm like, I, it wasn't me. Right. <laughs> like, I didn't do it. I mean, <laughs> yes, I created the deck, but I mean... I don't believe that it was completely me through that whole process. Sure. You know, so I know that spirit was there helping me. I know that my guides were there helping me. I know that my stepmom was helping me. Mm-hmm. So because of that, every time somebody pulls a card and it connects to them, it's like this amazing feeling for me because I'm like, this is the reason I made it. This is the reason I've spent 
umpteen hours oh, yeah. sitting in front of a computer. Yeah, it's not a quick copy and paste, is no, it? No, <laughs> not at all. I mean, and I don't do a huge amount of editing to my photos. Mm-hmm. I try really hard to let them very much be the, the authentic what I took. Yeah. But there are times that I do. I mean, especially with people, you know, somebody will be like, well, I really don't want that belly roll showing. I got you. <laughs> I, I have a picture that you can't tell that I had belly rolls in, but I promise you I did. <laughs> um, and nobody knows it when they look at it. And I'm good with that. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just definitely feels right when someone connects to anything you've created. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a powerful, wonderful feeling to be able to. You know, you're putting something positive out in the world. You're reaching people. Like you said, she comes out of nowhere and says, I came just for you. Yeah. It was like, and, what? Like, yeah. why? Why me? What did I do? <laughs> it's it's an awesome feeling. And I'm, I'm glad you got to, you're getting that experience. And, you know, from what I've seen of your deck and, you know, future process, I think, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but when you went, you didn't go to Ireland intending to make an Oracle deck down the road. No, I intended to take photos for yeah, sure. Because I I love photography. Mm-hmm. So that was just for me. I didn't know I was creating an Oracle deck with them. So I can't wait. Now with the knowledge you've been through your first deck, you published your first deck. That's huge. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> um, now that you have a deck out already, going to your next vacation or around the States or whatever it is, you're, you know, it takes you next. I think you we'll have a different mindset, different set of pictures. You're like, okay, this will be great for this. And you're already starting to, you know, put two and two Um, together. No, 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 I don't want to. (laughs) I want it to be just as, or I mean, yes, I have the knowledge for sure, Mm -hmm. but I want it to be as close to organically as it was then. Like, I don't want to look for certain things. I Mm -hmm. just want it to happen. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm sure there'll be times where I'm going to look at something and be like, Oh, this is going to be a great, because I know it's an Oracle deck now, mm-hmm. but I really don't want to. You're not seeking. That. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the messages are going to be. Um, okay. I do know they're not going to be the same as my previous deck because mm-hmm. the hope is that you'll be able to connect the decks um, oh, nice. so that you can create a bigger deck to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, to have different big decks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, with that being said. <laughs> I obviously will have multiple decks when I travel, but I want to be able to have it very similar format, very similar um, material so that that way, if you say, okay, well, I really like, I connected with the Ireland deck and I connected with the Greece deck, mm-hmm. or I connected with, I'm um, thinking way down the future, the African deck, oh, you know, okay. whatever it may be that if you want those two that you connected with the most, you can put them together and have a huge a larger deck and none of the messages will overlap each other yeah is my hope that's neat i'm excited to see you know what uh what comes that way for you and with just a few minutes left we could probably talk for another hour or two but (laughs) with all this behind you have you published poem you're you published a, a deck now you're in most of the big shows you've been around most of the states now your name's getting out there tell everybody the name of your company and your socials and what's you know what's coming next for you okay um the company is called three moon art llc and the mm. three is actually spelled out so it's not a number it's literally <laughs> the word three T-H-R-E. <laughs> yes um and then social media it's the same across the board so as long as you go to facebook and then put three moon art llc behind it you should be able to find it um same with instagram TikTok. Um, my email does not have the LLC. That is the mm-hmm. only one that doesn't. I still don't know why I did it that way, but I did. <laughs> I think it's because I didn't have it. I don't know. Anyways. At the time. Yeah. And then as far as what's next, I have um, the Pagan Festival coming up mm-hmm. on the 24th. And it's at the Wiley, Willy, Wiley, Wiley Park. Post. Wiley mm-hmm. Post Park. And then beyond that... Um, I have stuff down the road. All of that I post pretty regularly online when it's just a little bit beforehand so you guys have time to get to it if you're close. Um, But off the top of my head, remembering them all, Mm -hmm. um, I don't. I I hate to say that. (laughs) I I know a few of them, but they're further out. Um, I know like I'll be in Frisco, Texas for the Halloween one. And then there's two after that that I will be doing in November that are back to back. Okay, good. So guys, if you like what you have heard this last hour um, and you want to follow Rebecca, uh, she has 
all her socials, which I'll post on there. Three Moon Arts, guys. Follow Rebecca. Uh, check out our Oracle deck. Follow her at the shows. That resin art's great. Deck's great. And she's just always fun to be around. Uh, just always smiling. Always happy. Next in all, next episode, I'll talk about a little more about the Pagan Pride Festival coming up on the 24th. But if you want to see her, meet her in person, then find her on that day. But other than that, anything else, ma'am? Um, if they want to order the deck, go to the TikTok page for mm-hmm. Three Moon Art LLC. And there's actually a link in there. They can follow and order it directly from there. And if they're local, I'll meet them to deliver it um, so they don't have to pay shipping. They get it hand-delivered by the creator themselves. We will meet up. How about and that? I will sign it if they want to. Ooh. I've done a couple signings. I, it's kind of weird. It's a little nerve wracking, but I. Extra. I mean, I I don't mind. <laughs> I, I especially for people that I know, I love to be able to give them that so they can remember. Yeah, a little extra personal touch. Yep. Well, that's really neat. I'm thrilled to have you on with us. Thank you for Thank filling you. in on especially short notice like this. <laughs> well, I appreciate you having me. Of course, and we look forward to what you do down the road and. Maybe we'll have you back on once that next deck comes out and you talk about it. That would be awesome. But until then, we'll see you guys around. Bye.